Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Playing Thrill with Froggy and Wacker. Welcome to another edition of the Playing Through Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It's Froggy from Elvis Duran of the Morning Show. Brian Wacker from Golf Digest here as well. Uh, we're on Twitter at PlaythroughGolf. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Froggy Radio and catch Brian on Twitter and Instagram at Brian Wacker One. So, Tory Pines in the books. Uh, Justin Rose really kind of ran away with this thing. I mean, it was. I mean, the score looked a little closer than it really was. If you watched any of the, in any of the tournament, how good has Justin Rose been? I'm going to give you some numbers right now because uh, golf is all about numbers. Yep. And the numbers that Justin Rose has put up um, recently are insane, which is why he's the number one player in the world. Right. By the way, so Justin Rose last 31 starts. He now has six victories. 16 more top 10s, only one missed cut, and only three finishes outside the top 25. Wow. I mean, that's a pretty good run for a guy who has always been a terrific ball striker, one of the best in the game, um, one of the best iron players, one of the best swings you'll see anywhere, a very good driver of the ball as well. And I know, Froggy, you're going to get into some equipment yeah. uh, news there because uh, obviously – Justin was one of the guys who signed a new equipment deal in the offseason going with Hamna Clubs, and uh, that was a big change for yeah. him. But um, we can get into that. But I want to go back to his performance, a really impressive win at a golf course in a tournament that's you know typically one of the tougher tests on tour. And this guy finishes at 21 under par. Yeah, last year, what, won it 10? Yeah, I think, I think it was 10. Yeah, 10 won it last year when Jason Day won it. Now, look, the conditions were absolutely pristine. They were perfect. For once, I was actually jealous. You know, we're back here in Miami, and, and I'm looking at the unbelievable scenery as, as we're getting tornado warnings. And, yeah, it was pretty nasty here all weekend. And, and rain is dumping down on us, but um, first world problems. So, anyway, incredible, incredible performance by Justin Rose. His sixth victory, as I said, in his last 31 starts worldwide. Uh, number one player in the world and playing like it. 
Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. And like you said, you brought up the equipment change. I am, um, I'm not surprised that Justin's winning because Justin is, he's the number one player in the world. He's been playing well, but he was criticized by some, and I, I was one of those people, um, for making an equipment change after getting finally to number one in the world and being with TaylorMade for so long to then go and get that big payday uh, from Hamna to make the switch, I thought was a little foolish um, because you finally got to number one in the world. You were winning tournaments. You had won a major. You had all this stuff, and then you go make a change. We have seen in the past when guys make changes, like when Rory made the change from Titleist to Nike, uh, it was a rough change. He went through a rough stretch. When when he went to TaylorMade, um, it wasn't as rough, but still went through a little bit of a downtime. We've seen that with other people making club changes. So I thought, why make the change now, and how is this going to affect him? He's at number one in the world. Is he going to then go backwards? But in fact, he hasn't. He's, he's played great. He's playing a Homna driver, playing Homna irons. He is still playing uh, TaylorMade Fairway Woods. Uh, and he does. He is still playing the the uh, TP five X ball that uh, a lot of guys are a fan of. We know Ricky Fowler just switched over. Rory McIlroy has has raved about the golf ball. Um, so he did stay with that. And I know the golf ball is a very personal feeling part of the game, and maybe that's why he's be able been able to continue this success. He didn't make a full change altogether, but I take nothing away from Justin Rose. What he's done, uh, equipment change, no equipment change, whatever it is, is remarkable. And coming down the stretch, if you if you watched the tournament yesterday, uh, early on he didn't start out great. I think he had a bogey in the first hole. In the second hole he had a bogey. And then even coming down the stretch, Adam is starting to throw like darts. Yeah, first hole made a bogey. Yeah. yeah. And actually bogeyed three of his first five holes with only one birdie. Now. Yeah, so I mean, you, so, so things are, it's, it's kind of a little bit of a rough stretch. And then he buckles down. And then at the end he had to get up and down on 14. He had to get up and down on 15. He throws... Uh, a, a ball in the center of the green on 16 and rolls in a bomb putt, makes birdie there. 17 two putts, and then 18 almost jars it on that wedge shot. He knocked it to what? Two three feet. Three yeah. feet. So, I mean, a strong finish, and that's with somebody charging at him. I mean, Adam Scott, I don't know if you saw the shot on, I don't know if it was 17. Uh, may have been 17. He threw a shot into 17. I thought it was going to go in the hole. Yeah, Adam Scott finishing, to your point, um, Birdie, 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 his last four holes, um, which is impressive in its own right. But making that charge, uh, yeah, it was 17 where he nearly jars it from 154 yards out. And then, of course, birdies um, 18. He got a little crooked there off the tee. And yeah. He left, which uh, forced him to have to lay up. And then uh, – Yeah, that took know, Eagle out of play there. Takes Eagle out of play. But um, quite the charge just proved to be too little too late for Adam there with those four closing birdies, but uh, certainly at least put a little bit of pressure on Justin Rose. And right now, you've really got to like um, how this sets Justin Rose up for really what matters most at this point in his career, and that's major championships because right. this is a guy who's played well at Augusta. Yeah. Of course, he, he had a chance to win there two years ago. Right. Lost to Sergio Garcia. In, in a playoff, playoff yeah. Yep. And this is a guy who's played well historically there. This is a guy you, you have to think his his game sets up well for Pebble Beach right. in the U.S. Open. The Open Championship. The Open Championship, all, albeit they're going to Portrush, which nobody really has has played or, or spent a lot of time on. Um, that's a golf course, you know, again, a, a very link, classic link style golf course. Right. Uh, you have to like his chances there. And uh, Bethpage Black. And, and the PGA Championship, you know, being played uh, this year in May at Bethpage Black. Again, you figure that's a course that should suit him pretty well. So 
I would be, um, look, the prediction business is really difficult in golf and, and kind of frivolous, but I'd be shocked if he didn't win a major. I, I really like yeah. his chances given the way he's swinging the golf club uh, and the way he's making some shots uh, when it matters um, to win a major championship. Yeah, and we've talked to Sean Foley. He's a friend of the uh, he's a friend of the podcast. We've talked to Sean and Justin. Really, the swing is is, is it, it looks as simple as it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I follow a lot of accounts on Instagram, and they load a lot of Justin swings, and it looks just so smooth, so easy. But man, it's powerful. It's uh, and it's dependable, and it's repeatable, and that's why he's playing so well. So for his sake. Um, I hope he's able to keep doing it. And I look very forward to his season. I think he's going to have a great season. But um, tournament was fun to watch, uh, even with him, you know, kind of running. Let's really? be honest. I was kind of, I was actually kind of bored early Sunday with it. If he didn't make, bored. if he didn't make the double, remember he made two doubles on Saturday. If he doesn't make those right. two doubles on Saturday, I mean, he really runs away with it. Yeah. Um, it was good to see Tiger play as well as he did yesterday afternoon. What, what color shirt was he wearing on Sunday? You know, they said it was pink, but then Come I. Come on. S- what, what was it? It Come was. On. Come on. It was pink. All right. There it was go. pink. There, um, you heard it here. But hold there on. I'll tell from, you why it looked pink. Probably one of the number one uh, or 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 more trusted Tiger aficionados out there. But it looked pink. Pink. But there it looked pink. pink. But the truth is. Jim Red, according to Nike. G- whatever Jim Red means. Does that does that mean it turns pink when you when Maybe you when sweat, you sweat in it. And he does sweat, sweat a lot. It? So the, the, the deal is. I don't is think he was sweating at Tory Pines. It had a lot of white stripes in it. And I think the white overpowered the red and made it look that way. Because I saw it on uh, – somebody had posted a picture on Instagram I saw of the other reds that they were using that he had for this year. And that w- one of those – it looks really red online. It looks more red online than it did on him yesterday. But either way um, – All I could think about is the what color is this dress. Right. Yeah. All the I blue, could, black, right. yeah. All I could think about is that with Tiger's shirt. But according to Nike, Jim – Red, whatever that is. What, right. Jim Red. I, I don't know what that means. Well, I, to them, mean it's you? red. To them, it's red. To them, it's red. To I, them, it's red. So that's all that really matters. As long as he says it's red, it's red. I just ask him. But more importantly, uh, what did you think of his performance this week? First start of the year for Tiger. Um, you know, so clearly there was bound to be some rust, yeah. right? I mean, he hasn't played any real meaningful golf since the Ryder Cup. Forget the Phil Tiger match. That was a joke. Um, but he hasn't played any real meaningful golf since the Ryder Cup and winning, of course, at the Tour Championship the week before that. So right. uh, this was his first test of the year, and uh, another friend of the podcast, FOP, uh, Brandel Chambly, had a, had a nice little stat here that I want to give him credit for. Basically, Tiger got better as the week wore on. He Club, did. Club head speed, Thursday it was 117.4. Saturday it was 119.7. Sunday, 120.8. Greens and regulation, Thursday 12, Friday 13, Saturday 14, Sunday 15, and finished uh, on Sunday uh, near – or on Sunday was near the top in terms of strokes gained on approach, which, of course, Tiger, uh, that has always been one of the real strengths of his game is his iron play. That was, of course, the case last year uh, when he won at Eastlake. Um, but a top 20 finish for Tiger in his first start of 2019. So your assessment of what we saw from the cat. I thought four days under par was was good for him. I know we shot two under, two under, one under, and then had the big round. Uh, had five under on Sunday. Um, it was exactly what I expected. I expected there to be a little bit of rust. I expected we'd see some some three. Wait, pucks. you mean you didn't expect him to win? I did not expect Tiger to <laughs> win. On, I didn't expect really? him to finish top ten. 
Now, I will say this. Last year, uh, he was he shot three under for the tournament. This year, he shot 10 under. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, the winning score last year was 10 under. This year, it was 21 under. So, it seemed to be playing Conditions maybe, better this year right. for scoring. So, right. let's say it was twice as easy. So, last year, it was three under. would have been six. This year, it's 10. I still think we're ahead of where we were last year, which we should be because he's had a year under his belt. Um, I didn't expect him to win. He was a little closer to the cut line than I would have liked. Uh, he did. He did. You were flirt. Swe- admit it. You were sweating on he Friday. He flirted with the cut line. You were line. sweating more than Tiger was sweating. He on flirted with the cut line on Friday. He did. Uh, but then he made the cut. Uh, did not play that well on Saturday. Was not a good start. Even yesterday was not a good start. And let's be honest. Yesterday, the five under on the back nine could have been six under if he doesn't three putt from thirty five feet for eagle. He had, he had a thirty five footer for eagle and ended up three putting. Um, but when it's all said and done, I thought he had a week. That was exactly as I expected. Um, I thought he played well. I think it sets him up for a good for a good two weeks off. Then we're going to be Genesis. Now remember, Genesis where he will play in two weeks. Th- th- this week, one of my favorite tournaments of the year. Phoenix Open. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to Phoenix. Um, then is Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach, and then the AT and T Pro Am, and then we'll get the Genesis. Now last year at the Genesis, he did not make the cut at all. He missed the cut. And it was not a good week at the Genesis. He drove it all over the yard. And historically, that course has always given him problems. Right. Uh, it's been a long time since he has played well there. So, But I'm going to go out right now and say he'll make the cut this year at the Genesis. Really? He's, a, he's a better player than he was last year. Sure. Uh, his driving accuracy is much better. I don't know how much of that you relate to time back. His swing's changed. He's gotten better. The new newer new technology the, that he's new playing with. The bag, yep. Yeah, and, so uh, of course from our friends at TaylorMade. Yeah. I think all of it is a mix where we will see Tiger make the cut at the Genesis. Do I think he contends and he wins? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I think he'll get four more rounds under his belt. And then I'm seeing that nobody's sure what we're going to see after that because you've got, if you look at the schedule, you've got Mexico is the next probable tournament he would play. But then there's the Florida swing. So the Florida swing starts at the Honda, which is in his backyard. So I've seen where possibly, uh, I think Bob Herrig uh, has said that he would not play Mexico possibly and would play the Vals, would play, excuse me, um, would play Palm Beach, then would play Arnold Palmer, then would play the players and possibly skip Valspar to then play the match play. Yeah, I don't see him going back to Valspar just for the simple reason that that would be, um, you know, potentially four in a row if he were to play. Yeah, but here's the deal. He's the, he's going to play. Something's got to give because, look, Mexico, it's intriguing from the standpoint of. It's a WGC event. It's a WGC event, so free points, free money, etc. Free four rounds. A golf course, really, again, that, um, you know, he won't need to rely on driver as much, even though he is driving it better this year than he He'd was a year ago. He'd still rather hit an iron off a tee sure. if he could. It, it's a place where um, you would figure he would have a better chance uh, than a place maybe even like Honda where you can get in some real trouble there. Right. Uh, especially but down the his, stretch at 15, 16, 17. But that's in his backyard. Sure, but it's in his backyard. Uh, he, is not, he, he has skipped Honda before. He's not played that tournament right. in the past. So Bay Hill is a, he's is gonna a, play that's Bay a Hill. no-brainer. He's, he's going to play, play the players. players he's going to play the players. And Valspar, I just don't see a reason why he would play Valspar because, again, the week after Valspar, you've got another WGC event in the match play. Which he will play. Which, which presumably he would play there. Uh, and then you then he would be off for a couple of weeks until the, the Masters. Masters. Right. So my question is, it's really coming down to And he has talked about um, needing to manage 
his body and, and being tired and all of that. So right. no need to pour it on at the beginning of the year. So what do you think? Does he skip Mexico and play Honda? Or does he play I, I, Mexico, skip Honda, and then do? Um, I think he look. I, I you know, and I haven't um, I haven't followed up on this just quite yet because we're we're still a few weeks out. But my guess would be he would play Mexico, skip Honda, play Bay Hill, play the players, play the match play, and uh, you know, and the skip, skipping Valspar course and then the Masters. So, so that would be my Palm guess Beach on the, Tampa. Uh, my guess is he would skip the Honda and Valspar um, on the schedule because. It's hard to imagine why he would turn down Mexico. Guaranteed money. Guaranteed money. Guaranteed four rounds. Right. Golf course that he doesn't have to overpower. It's a quirky golf course. I I, I was there a few years ago. Um, the first year they, they moved the, the tournament from Doral to there. And uh, it, it's a little bit funky. You've got a lot of elevation, so you've got to make some adjustments with your distances, uh, which, you know, look, he may not like that. He um, what about the logistics of Mexico? The, the, is he, is right, he going to like that? So there's there's a lot of logistics to deal with and security. Um, all that. You stuff. know, I taught one player um, I talked to who is skipping the event. Um, basically said, you know, that's just not his scene. It it the the logistics. Now let me let me preface all this by saying the tour does a really really good job with the logistics to make sure the players are safe. They get to and from the golf course uh, with no issues and. Having been there uh, the first year of the tournament, I'm sure it's gotten better, uh, smoother, et cetera. But there's a little more to transporting Tiger Woods it's, than sure. there is transporting just anybody, any, any, sure. anybody else. Anybody. But that said, look, they, they have heavy police presence, police escorts, et cetera. Um, you know, that said, he may not want to deal with that. Uh, right. Again, another top player I talked to who has played the event in the past doesn't uh, isn't playing it because – he does not like dealing with all of that. It's just sort of not his deal. It's sort of looked at uh, as a hassle in his eyes. And Tiger may look at it the same way, even though, again, the tour does a nice job with the logistics, getting media to and from the hotel uh, to the golf course, and same with the players, of course, more importantly, and all of it. in the go and it, So he may not want to deal with the logistics. Right. And, you know, the altitude. Again, it's, it's a matter of you've got to make a bunch of adjustments and then, of course, you look at the schedule, Honda, uh, Bay Hill, players, three weeks in a row, that's the other reason that I'm leaning toward him potentially thinking he might play Mexico because, again, playing three weeks in a row for him is a lot, and I'm not yeah. sure he likes that but, idea. But I'm going to go You know what? I'm gonna go opposite you. So, so one of us is going to be right and one of us right, is going to be wrong. There we go, yeah. So either way, we got it right. I think that he's going to skip Mexico. I think he's going to play Honda, and I'll tell you why. He's played very well there in the past. He had that really crazy round that when 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 uh, Rory won. Yep. Um, he played well there last year. Um, he gets to sleep in his own bed. It's in his backyard. It's you might a home be right. game. It's a home game. For and, you, him. and you're and you're you're starting to convince me now because the, my only hangup is is the fact that he would have to play three weeks, three in, weeks a in a row. Rich. Which um, you we know, know this, we know he doesn't love. Yeah, he does not like that. And then you're talking about but um, one of them's a home game, sure. which does make the three weeks in a row a little easier. Yep. Rather than going to Mexico and doing that travel. So that's why sure. I lean to Honda. And then you know there's no way he's going to skip Bay Hill. He's won there so many times. The respect for uh, for Arnie. Um, there's no way Tiger's not playing Bay Hill. And right. then the players. Of course, he's, he's going to play players the players. championship. And then, of course, I, I have a I hard time. I think the the odd man out. Even yeah. though he almost won it last year. Right. I think Valspar, Even though it's it's actually a place he probably should play because, right. look, he showed us last year. It's a, it's a golf course that it quite honestly suits him pretty well. All right, so let me throw a monkey wrench in this. 
That's, it's, say, not, it's not going to happen. No. It's not gonna, okay. Let's say he plays Mexico, skips Honda, plays Arnold Palmer, players, players. Valspar. No, I, no chance. But Zero. I Zero chance. Here's Zero why chance. I say no to that is he, he'll want to play the match play. Zero. Right. And that and that's the other thing. Right. You'd, so you'd have the match play in the back end of right. uh, so, Valspar. But, but right. if he's Zero willing chance. to skip one WGC, maybe he'll skip the match play. You know, that, no, the thing is with him, you don't know. He'll no. want to play the match play. He'll want to play the match play because that could be. A, I mean, it could be a short week, or it could be a long sure, week. It could, I mean, could be a couple of matches, and you're out of there, and right. or it could be you're there right. all week. They do and the play round five robin. Matches. They do the round robin. Round robin. Now. Which, so by the way, we'll so get many. into this down the line. But I really hate that. Yeah, format. I don't either. I liked it before. It was one. And I, done. I get why they do it. I get the you know it's better from a fan experience. It's, it's, it's because certainly they better want to make sure that they get Tiger Woods and yep. Dustin Johnson and Roy McIlroy and Justin Thomas right. and there Jordan for more than one day. Right. Exactly. That's good, and it, and it becomes a tougher sell once, uh, you know, guys look at it like one and done, and you know, it's it's a, a little tougher sell that way. But right, I get it. Right, I I understand why they do it, I, but I think there's an argument both ways. We'll get into that down the road. But um, get, getting back to Tiger and in, in his schedule, I look forward to seeing him in L.A. I'll be out there um, at a Genesis. Yeah, at, at Genesis. At well, you're going to get four rounds out of him there. Yes. Well, no, uh, he's curious. Gonna, he's gonna. I don't know. He's gonna make the cut there. I don't know. He make it. Maybe. I'm going out on a limb. Maybe. I'm guaranteeing it. How many times does he win this year? What do you got? I'm going to go with two. Two? I'm going to go with two. I think he wins twice this year. I'll I take do. the under. I, 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 it's funny. A colleague and I from Golf Digest, Alex Myers, just had this conversation. Well, you a said he wouldn't win it all last year. Right. And, it, and, it, and you, and you, I, lo- and you took lost. to the last week of the season <laughs> against 29 other guys. Yeah. So that didn't work out in my yeah. favor. And, and uh, Alex uh, made sure I, I didn't forget that. But. Good. Um, yeah, of course. Good. Yeah, yeah good for him. That was good. Good, good for everybody. Yeah. Well, and your canes I, weren't very good either. I, I, so we'll, well just we'll yeah, stick with let's, that too. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. And then when you time. lose the first game of the season this year to the Gators, that'll be even better. But <laughs> yeah. I'll wait till Billy's here. We he and I can give you a hard time about that. Yeah, one. we'll see. Uh, let's stand track. But <laughs> getting get. I think I go, I go the under because I I think Tiger wins once this year. Um, Is look, it a major? I, look, now you're really putting me on the spot. Let's let's wait till the first major. Let me ask you this: What's a better season? Two wins or one major? Oh, major. Right. Major. Agreed. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. 100% agree. Major. And the majors so are lining a, up. Look, at this, look, it lines up well. Beth Page Black. Right. Um, Hank said it last week. Yeah. Hank said, this Pebble is Beach. this is set up for him. I, I don't know that I look at Port Rush yet, again, because of all the things I mentioned before. That's fine. But the um, next three or four years are really my, set my, up for my him. My only hang up on, you know, a lot of people bring up Augusta, but let's remember, he hasn't won there since 05. Yeah, but he, okay, but remember. I'm sorry. If the like, ball doesn't hit the flagstick the, that well, year, Adam Scott won, he could have won that year. Well, we He's don't know. He's playing really it, well it's that easy, year. It's easy to say that, but no. you still, I look, you might that be shot right. shot cost him three shots. Two, but but you three. might be right. Three, because the ball went in the water. So instead of making birdie where he would have made birdie there, he ended up making right. bogey, and then he got hit with a two-stroke penalty, penalty. Look for the drop. That was three shots. He was three shots out of being in the playoffs. <laughs> we'll we'll debate this once we get closer to the Masters, but but it certainly sets up well for him um, with at least two of the venues in Pebble Beach and uh, Beth Page Black, yeah, and potentially the Masters as well. Look, it's it's he hasn't. Master, right, Augusta is a place he plays well. Correct. I'm just saying he has not won there since 05, which is a long time ago. But we had this same discussion last year. You didn't think any of the major uh, championship venues other than Augusta lined up well for him. Well, no, I, I thought Carnoustie maybe, yeah. Okay, but he yeah. almost won at Carnoustie. He right. was leading on Sunday. Yep. And then at the PGA Championship, he didn't exactly play bad. Right. And no, he, you know, he played well. He almost we, right. was in, in second. Second place. And we, so. didn't, we didn't think that lined up well. So I, I like his chances uh, at – Three of the four venues, 
and I do think he will be in contention. There's just something about Augusta. It's, just, I, I, it's like just, Phil. It's like Phil driving down Magnolia sure. Lane. And you hear him talk about that all the time. It just happens. It just, it's like Freddie something Couples. Clicks. There's right. another one, right? It just clicks. But look, I, I think he wins once. In fact, we have another uh, friendly wager uh, this year, Alex Myers and I do, over at Golf Digest. Because uh, Alex also thinks two wins for Tiger. I took the under. I think he wins once this year. Would it surprise me if he were to win twice or three times? No, it really wouldn't. Because I think, um, as we as we saw last year, he played very well after. I think he'll only play better this year. Um, but I think it's also very difficult to win on tour. And you look at a guy like Justin Rose and how he's playing right now. Right. And then you throw in other players like Brooks, Brooks Kepka. And, and the Dustin expectations Johnson. are higher now than they were last right. year. Right. And the expectations are high. I, I, I actually don't, I, you know, forget the expectations because that expectations are, are, are us. It's Tiger. Always expects to win. Right. He, he, you know, last year, I, I don't think he expected to win as much, but certainly um, I, I think he's gotten into that flow of playing and contending and, and, and he's won, right? So right, he knows what it feels like again. Yeah, but so, still, winning a major is different. Right. So right. I, I do think he'll win this year, but I do not think he will win more than once this year. But speaking and it of, could be a major. Speaking of guys who are playing good golf, let's talk about Bryson DeChambeau. Oh goodness gracious! I mean, what the hell is going on? What, did, has he won four of his last five? No, four of his last nine right, starts. So we're we're gonna go numbers game again because why not? Because um, Bryson uh, is you know he, he likes math and numbers and right is. He's very much into science. Here's here's some more um, for you. Here's the thing that's impressed me about Bryson's last five wins. More impressive than his girlfriend or no? Because that's pretty impressive as well. <laughs> yeah, I had to go there, didn't you? I did. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, I had to go there. <laughs> Good yeah. for him, bro. Yeah. For anybody listening, just Google it and you'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Bryson's last five wins, uh, starting with this past weekend in Dubai. Right. Uh, I'm going to give you the scores on the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. 68-64. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good way to finish. 64. Granted, look, it's like playing golf in a dome. In I don't Dubai care. I don't week, care. But 64 is pretty It's pretty stout. Right. Everybody else didn't shoot 64, so and, yeah, go ahead. Right. And, and beat they played pre- on the same course. They didn't shoot 64. Right. Next. Uh, the next one would be – hang on a second. Here we go. Um, Our internet's slow. Yeah, internet's slow. No, I, I, I'm going off memory here, actually. No, it – here you go. Um, Bryson DeChambeau, 65-66 in his – and that was um, – hang on one moment here. That was so you're talking mid and low 60s. Yeah, so we're – so six, the 65-66 was at, at Boston, TBZ Boston Dell Technologies Championship. Right. Uh, uh, or, or I'm sorry, rather, that was uh, at, at Vegas at the Shriners Hospital for Children Open. The 65, again, another place scored well, but – Doing it on the weekend is what stand out to me. Right. Then in Boston, um, 63 on Saturday, right. 67 to close. That's when he won. That was in the playoffs. Yep. Okay. So that was in Boston. The one before that, of course, the week before at the Northern Trust, he won there. Closed again on Saturday with another 63, then 69. So where was the then, bad round? The bad round was the tour championship. He did not play well at the tour championship, right? Uh, tour championship because actually, he should have won the FedEx Cup. He won two in the playoffs and didn't win the FedEx correct. Cup. He finished nineteenth, so right. not a good week. Right, that was right. did not play well at East Lake. That's um, the worst week he's had. Right, was the Tour Championship, but he has really played lights out. And now, and then you go back to his last victory before that, which is at the Memorial, of course, in Muirfield Village, 
uh, last summer, and the numbers he put up there on the weekend, again, Saturday, 66, on around 71 to hang on and, and win there. So um, really impressive that to me that not only how he's playing, but playing some really good golf on the weekend. And yeah. that to me stand this isn't a guy who is charging to the front um, on Thursday and Friday and then hanging on on the weekend. No. Or no, maybe having a really hot Saturday and no, hanging on on Sunday. He's top 10 all week and then takes it he, over on the he, weekend. He plays really well on Saturday and Sunday when the pressure is up. Right. I mean, really. And, and so he's 25. Is he playing this week? And this, I, I know the tournament this week uh, on the European Tour is causing a lot yeah. of uh, talk. Uh, if you're not aware of what's going on, the tournament this week on the European Tour, uh, once again, like we said earlier, this week's PGA Tour event, is the biggest party in golf, Phoenix Open, uh, the man. Phoenix Open w- w- Waste Management. But the European Tour, they're going to Saudi Arabia. And with, Your thoughts on that? Listen, I just think there's, number one, it's the first time they've been to Saudi Arabia. So let's start Correct. with that. So there's no tradition there. Number two, I think the way that they don't seem to value human rights the same way we do, uh, or most the of the States. rest of the world, right. for that matter. Right. And uh, the way that they are with women uh, and the whole uh, American journalist. I just Jamal think Khashoggi. there's a lot going on, and I think there's a lot of other places you could play golf in this world, that me personally, I think it's a bad move. Um, I understand the comments that, and, and you, I think you said that four of the top five in the world will be there. I know Dustin Johnson was uh, asked about it, and he said we're just a golfer. And I get that. I, I I understand that they do not want to get into, you know, political conversations. I think this falls upon the European Tour that they should have moved this golf tournament somewhere else. Yeah, look, that's just my opinion, and, and I I strongly agree with you. I I don't look the European Tour is trying to compete with the PGA Tour. There was a point not that long ago where it looked like the PGA Tour and the European Tour um that there might, you know, they might at some point be combined, meaning the PGA Tour buying the European Tour and 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 there being some sort of world tour. Right. You go back maybe 10 years ago and and that didn't seem out of the realm of possibility. Since Keith Pelley has taken over the European Tour as the as the ch- uh, chief of that tour, um, they've done a lot of great things. Um, they've been innovative. They, but they've also tried to take on the PGA Tour. They're they're trying to Correct. attract players to to play the European Tour, which is a tough ask because let's face it, the PGA Tour has more money. Uh, it's easier, uh, and from a standpoint of logistics and so forth, um, it's it's the biggest stage. It's the best tour in golf with with the best fields and best players on down the line. Now, um, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I understand that you want to grow the game globally. Correct. I understand you're willing to take checks from people who are willing to write them. But how you can go to Saudi Arabia, one of the most abhorrent places in the world, is mind-boggling to me. And now, so I think it's, I agree with you. I think this is on the European tour. And Keith Pelley has dodged, ducked and dodged Every question because he's getting hammered, rightfully so, right. on this topic. There's too and many other places to play it. golf. There's too many other places. Look, and you can say, well, this is an opportunity for us to 
No. They'll have a good impact and so forth. No. Look, you're dumping I'm money sorry. into a country that does not respect its citizens all equally. That's Correct. a problem. Yeah. That's and, a problem. And not just doesn't respect its citizens, kills them. Right. Okay. Jamal Khashoggi, um, now let's remember, this tournament was in place before the murder of Jamal Khashoggi, but still. Then move it. Do some, don't go there in the first place. Look, once you, once you set up a tournament, in fairness to the European tour, it's difficult to, to pack up shop and, and move somewhere else. Okay, or cancel and so but, forth. But this thing happened but, a while ago. Right. They could have. There's, there's no reason to go there in the first place. The human right. rights issues there Before have been long standing. Okay. And I am 100% in agreement. Um, I'm going to quote Brandon Chambly, again, a friend of the program here. Um, he called it a, quote, PR stunt of the regime on Golf Channel and added that by participating, the players are a ventriloquist of this abhorrent, reprehensible regime. Now, the players, um, I agree that if, look, in, in some guys, Paul Casey has been adamant or vocal, I should say, about him not going. He had a chance to go there. Right. He's also an ambassador for UNICEF. Um, yeah, that would be a bad look. Yeah, that, that wouldn't that wouldn't sit so well. No. Um, and, you know, some other guys just don't think, for all the reasons that we've outlined and, and really the captain obvious reasons, they're not going to go play there. Right. But yet, as you mentioned, for the top five players in the world, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, and our two winners this past weekend, Bryson Shambo and Justin Rose, are going to play there. Right. Um, I don't like it. It's. I just don't like it's, it. It's about the money. Oh, it is about the money because it's I'll always, tell you. When anytime somebody's got a question, it's always about the money. Oh, absolutely. For and, example. And in this case, it's 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 such a head scratcher. Listen, you can say what you want. And I know that the PGA Tour has toted their line of why. And look, this isn't the first time the European Tour or even the PGA Tour has gone to maybe some, quote, questionable countries or places where some atrocities oh. or things – some bad things have happened. We just talked about the Mexico Championship. The PGA Tour, they can the tell you. The two brothers, by the way, this, one of the brothers was charged by the SEC in a massive fraud scheme of, of, about 15 years ago, 14, 15 years ago. Who put, and that brother is one of the folks involved in bringing that tournament and putting up the money to host it in Mexico. Golf, this, we're seeing golf's dirty underbelly this week is what is what we're seeing. Golf has this image of um, being... You know, sparkling clean, and look, it, there's a lot of great things about golf. I love golf. Yeah, me, it, yeah, the, yeah the tour, Both tours do wonderful things. There's they give a lot of charity. Of, I get it. a ton of charity stuff, great stuff. But you can't dismiss other things because of that. And right. going to Saudi Arabia, to me, it, I'm sorry, it's just a non-starter. Like, it, it shouldn't happen. Right. And, you know, listen. they pulled And, and the, players going there and the guys going there shouldn't be going there either. They pulled the tournament out of Miami. And it all seemed to, quote, happen after uh, President Trump had made the comments about uh, Mexico, Mexican, about, yeah. about about who they were, about what about the Mexicans. Mexican government was sending here. Yeah, and, and Mexicans. That, and that we weren't getting, yeah. uh, that they're not sending quality people. And that they were emptying the jails and sending th those people here. And then not long after that, all of a sudden, then the PGA Tour pulls the tournament out of Doral, moves it to Mexico. Now, there's a lot of places to play golf. And the PGA Tour never did say that it was directed at President Trump. However, 
Ironic, right? It did seem to be ironic that right after that, they pull the tournament out of Doral, they claim they couldn't get a sponsor, and then they move it to Mexico. Rory, by the way, had a great line about that at the time about, yeah, we'll just hop the wall to – maybe we can just hop the wall to go play there. Right. But my point is, so where did the sponsor dollars come to get the tournament in Saudi Arabia? The European tour didn't care. Right. It's it's all and it should. It's all about the money. That's all it's about. There's money there. It's an untapped resource. They see a way to get money. They're going to take it, and they're not worried about the backlash. I, I I'm interested to see how this plays out. Um, I'm not really worried about TV ratings and stuff like that. I just think this could hurt them down the line. I hope it doesn't hurt the players who are going there and participating. I hope it doesn't hurt them. Do, do, do you have a problem with the guys who are playing there deciding to play there? You know, I'm really, I'm kind of like on the fence on that one. Yeah. I, I've got, I've got one leg on one side. And, let, and let's be clear, I'm they're, on the they're wall. going since, there. Since we're for talking the about mo- walls, I'm on the wall. They're, they're going for the money as well because those top oh, players getting are getting appearance fees upwards, uh, north rather of a million plus dollars. Which again, though, to me, look, I get it. I don't want to. I'm not going to sit here and tell people what they should or shouldn't do with their money or or, or so forth. But let's boil it down. When it, it, as Brandel Chambly did on Golf Channel over the weekend, like at the end of the day, it's not it's not a million bucks cash to them. Like you, you got to pay. You got your expenses, your caddy, your agent, taxes. So you. you so know, what are you really going to walk uh, with? Four four hundred grand, five hundred grand. Is that worth? Grand? Is that yeah. re- if you've got fifty million in the bank? Is that really worth it? Right. I For agree. this headache, I agree. I see I, it. I, just, I see it the same way he does. I do. I'm, I'm not as harsh. In other words, if I was going to play, in other words, if this was like the. It um, just would be nice, I guess, is my point, to see these guys. If we had buckets to place blame in, yeah. I would place more blame in the European, European tour, tour bucket Absolutely. than I would the player bucket. Absolutely. Because you're presi- you're putting them in an awkward position right. to have to choose whether to play or not play. Right. Now, obviously, you don't have to play there. And plenty of guys aren't playing there for various reasons. But. Um, it, it just they just shouldn't go there. It's just that simple. Right. It just I agree. there are there are other places to play golf in the world where someone will write you a check, and I, look, it could be well intentioned in terms of spreading the game globally and having a positive impact on the region. But at the end of the day, given um, and listen, we're recent, by no means belittling there. Yeah. I, we're by no means belittling three or four hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot no, of money. Absolutely. However. It's a lot of money to me. It's a lot of money to you. It's a lot of money a lot to, of to anybody. It's a lot of money let's, to anybody. Let's be fair. But when you have $50 million in the bank, even if it, look, it's still a lot of money. However, at what cost sure. is it worth to you? And are you better off to just say, I can go make that kind of money somewhere else? Sure. And I can tell you this week, listen, I love golf. Uh, I wake up uh, and do, do the show early on Thursday and Friday mornings here, here in South Florida. First thing I do is turn Golf Channel on and watch. I can tell you this week, I will not turn it on. And really? I, and, You're not going to watch? No, and I and I realize any watching it isn't going to do shit. I understand that, and I'm not calling for I'm not calling for a boycott. I'm not saying you shouldn't watch it. If 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 you love golf, watch it. What I'm saying is, me personally, I won't support it, and I will be watching the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open because that is something that I enjoy. I enjoy that tournament. Um, and there's really no controversy unless you have a trouble with people who pass out on the ground by the by the uh, urinals, which Wacker has seen firsthand. So, well, actually, I didn't that that one. I didn't. Well, no, I, you've I didn't. seen people pass out. Yeah, Just not the one with the white powder all over the face, right? That one you didn't. Yeah, see. that was some you were told hard hitting reporting. Uh, yes. uh, with, with my friends in the, in the Phoenix Police Department yeah. about uh, the wasted management, the wasted Phoenix right. Open, which 
Which again, um, you know, let's talk about that event because as so you mentioned, who's the guy that's playing that Rory's like really salty about? There's like some guy playing Asian guy. Rory's very upset about that. They're giving this guy a chance to play in uh, in a in a tour event, and Rory was very outspoken that he doesn't think this guy uh, actually. Yeah, that um, that was Hosung Choi. He yeah. was talking about Pebble, who got an exemption in Pebble Beach, right? Coming up in two weeks, uh, right? Yeah. Who, who uh, we'll get into that. But, but is he uh, going to play this? Is he no, playing I, wasted I, management? No, I don't. Oh, believe he's not he's playing wasted right. management. Okay, my bad. I thought I, I thought he was playing wasted. I, I was hoping God, he was. Can you imagine that on seventeen, oh. dude? That would be the greatest scene ever. I mean, not so sixteen. Great. That'd be the greatest scene ever. So, um, but I do. I look forward to this tournament every year. It's fun to watch. Uh, to watch. Why, them, do, why do you like it? I like. I do like sixteen. I like yep. what they've built there at sixteen. Yep. I like the risk reward on seventeen. Yep. And the finish on eighteen. I just. I like to watch those last three holes. That's my favorite part of the whole now, tournament. Now, in your opinion, is there a is there a fine line when it comes to the fans' behavior there, and has the event at times crossed it? I've never been there, so I couldn't answer that. I've never sure. been. There. I've seen it on television. Um, it does get a little rowdy. I don't like that they don't allow the players to throw stuff into the crowd anymore. The players just bring hats yep. and stuff and throw them into well, the crowd. They, they, look, they'll, they'll still do that. Yeah, they'll I don't like them. that they have tried to frown upon that. Right. I, I think it takes some of the atmosphere away. I, I personally enjoy it. I, I enjoy watching it. I enjoy when the, when a player engages the crowd. Like yep. when a guy stands on the tee box and says like, hey, go ahead, scream, holler, I'm going to hit you. Know, it, I, I, I I appreciate that. I like it. I, I like that it adds. I don't want every golf tournament to be like that. I sure. think they're kind of trying uh, to get that atmosphere a little bit around the bear trap at the Honda. I think they're kind of going for that type of atmosphere. I don't think they'll ever get it because they can't surround the hole like they can uh, there in Phoenix. But I do. I enjoy watching it. I like the atmosphere. I don't want it to be at every tour event. I kind of like it as a one-and-done thing. And look, to be fair... Again, we're talking about this. This happens, um, you know, with with most things. It's the minority who spoils it for the majority, right? There's just a few bad apples, or more than a few bad apples in this case, yeah. where things get out of hand. And and when you're there, it it can be difficult. And I've talked to players at nauseum about it. And look, if basically if you're a guy who doesn't like that, just don't go play there. And that's and that's what happens. You, right? You Is that why Tiger didn't play so, there anymore? So, well, I I mean, it's among other reasons, I'm sure, but. Um, scheduling and so forth, but um, yeah, I, I'm sure he's not thrilled with the atmosphere at times there. We've seen it. Uh, even Ricky Fowler, I believe it was last year, um, had a comment. Um, you know, Mr. Positivity and one of the nicest guys you will meet uh, in golf. Um, you know, thought that maybe the crowd was getting a little carried away at times, which they do. Let's face it; it's 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 become it's sort of spiraled into. Um, you know, becoming this this place to be heard and seen for right. fans. It is, and it, it just the it just bigger the spectacle little, you make, yeah. the better off you yeah. are. And, that, it, that's... and now you've got social media, so that really feeds into it a ton. Um, that said, I agree. That, look, the but atmosphere. It's the largest crowd in golf. Right, it's the largest crowd. It's sixteen is is a cool atmosphere from the standpoint of having this this uh, coliseum. I believe they call it surrounding the whole uh, on an otherwise. Um, Pretty mundane par three and seventeen yeah. a good hole. I love seventeen. Fifteen's a good hole. So they're you know, I like it, but um, you know, it just the times it just gets a little out of control. Yeah, and it that's, does. But you know what? It, it's a good event. I think people enjoy it. Um, and it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out this year. It'll be interesting to see if if we continue um to have issues. I know it 
a Honda Classic last year, which is sort of a light version of Phoenix. Yeah, the Bears trap. Yep. You've got, we had some incidents there where players weren't happy because you've got the crowd right on top of um, a couple of the tee boxes there yeah, late in the round. They're trying to right. kind of replicate that. And I get sure. that. And um, Phoenix is, you know, it's its, its own animal. Um, you just hope that it doesn't get too out of control where it affects the outcome of the golf tournament or affects the tournament in a negative way or the fan experience and so forth. So um, it's a difficult line to tow for the tour. Right. But they it can't try. go backwards now. Yeah, no, it's not going backwards. And, so, and with social media and everything, it's o- it's only going to get sort of uh, – it's only going to travel more in that direction. So, um, But that'll be uh, a good event. It'll also be the last uh, event for Johnny Miller, who signs off from NBC right. on that Saturday. I believe Paul Azinger is going to literally push him out of the booth. On Sunday. Uh, and on do Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, which will be fun. But yes. um, Johnny has, uh, of course, been uh, a very polarizing figure, but – Really is if I were to ask you who your favorite broadcasters in golf are, where does he rank? First, by first, ha- by a mile. First, second, and third. Because he has something to say. <laughs> yeah, he's not afraid to offend. He's not afraid to say, "Hey, this is the kind of putt you choke on. This is the kind of putt." You know what I mean? Like he he knows the feeling. So I have always appreciated his honesty. I may not always agree with what he has to say, uh, but I feel like he is uh, harsh and deservedly so when needed. And therefore, I really do. I enjoy Johnny Miller. So I'm looking very forward to this weekend's uh, tournament. So we will uh, talk to you guys again this week. Actually, we have a guest uh, uh, lineup this week, Eric Compton, who a uh, former PGA Tour member who is on the Web.com Tour. We'll talk to Eric. Eric has got a he, – he's really had a ton of things going on. I know he's had some health issues, and he's trying to get back. And So we'll talk to Eric and see what's going on with him and see how the Web.com season is uh, plugging along. I know I watched him play that Bahamas Exumas oh, tournament. Man, that, yeah, went was, that went was blowing 152 I, miles an hour. I over mean, there. that was uh, those are some tough conditions. I think the yeah. final round scoring last week in that, uh, which the Web.com season just opened a couple of weeks ago, two events in Bahamas in the Bahamas, and the second one for that win, as you mentioned, the final yeah. round. I think the final round scoring was in the neighborhood of 76, Woo! which was a lot. And Eric, who was in contention in that final round, had uh, a rough hole. Had a rough hole. Made a 10. Uh, on a par five, and that was that. Yeah, that but was we'll, so we'll talk to him about that and trying to get back to the PGA Tour and get his thoughts. Uh, he's another friend of the program, uh, so you can look forward to that and another week in the books. Yeah, so thanks for listening to the Playing Through Podcast. Once again, on Twitter, at Playthrough Golf or at Froggy Radio or at Brian Wacker One. Thank you so much for listening. Oh! Oh! I think you've had enough. Playing through. Noah? Now you've had enough. With Froggy and Wacker. Bitch. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102 if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. 
I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to the Dow of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.